Hey guys, Alana here, and I'm excited to bring you a new little series I'm working on called Alana's Quick Bites. Every week I answer questions live from my exclusive diabetes weight loss group. And because the past ones are too good to hold back, I thought I would share them now with the rest of you. So here's another bite-sized insight. Hope to answer your question next. The link can be found in the notes. Enjoy. How to break the cycle of emotional eating. What are your best tips and mental exercises? I have to tell you, I'm obsessed with habits. I really am obsessed with habits. I really think like everyone says healthy lifestyle, healthy lifestyle. A lifestyle means a series of habits. If your lifestyle is drinking lots of beers at 4 p.m. and then eating lots of fried food and then passing out and then sleeping in and not having a job, like that's your lifestyle, right? Like our lifestyle is defined by our routine, our habits, what we do day to day. And my best way of breaking emotional eating is I see every time I emotional eat as like, I'm either continuing this and making it harder for my future, or I'm breaking it and making it easier for my future. So when I do want to emotional eat, um, I'm really, I, I really think about like how much, how tonight feels like a one-off, right? Like emotional eating and all these self-sabotaging, we always think it's a short-term thing. Like, oh, I'm, I'm only eating ice cream in bed tonight. I'm only drinking a lot tonight. I'm only doing this because it's the weekend. I don't look at anything like that. I think it's because I've worked with so many like people over time. I've studied so many chapters. I've spoken to so many people. I realize every choice you make either continues those choices or changes them. And so my favorite way to deal with emotional eating is every time I want to emotionally eat, which still spurs up and triggers inside me, I think if I give in now, it's, I'm only going to keep this up. So what can I do instead? Um, and sometimes pe- I like, I'll do, I'll go to my bathroom. I like have gone really into organizing to help de-stress. I've studied what happy people do, like just productive means of, of de-stressing. And I try to make those my hobbies, like taking a walk and taking a shower, organizing a drawer, all these things. I never did that. I was always just a sloppy emotional eater and that's all I ever did. But I realized it's a series of habits and the people who say they do all these happy, productive things that are healthier, it's just because they did it once and it led to a second time and a third time and a fourth time and it changed their lifestyle and their habits. So my best tip for breaking emotional eating is to Remind yourself you need emotional healing, not emotional eating. And two is find another activity to do when you're triggered emotionally. And three, realize that you emotional eating and saying, oh, I'm just going to eat these cookies because my mom just said something to me that ticked me off is not a one-off thing. It's you really feeding the beast of that unhealthy habit and just allowing it to grow inside you not to be a uh, harsh and dramatic. Um, but I want to keep this strong and, and impactful. And then I'm going the, this bonus question I'm going to take. Someone asked about Yom Kippur. It is a 25 hour fast. It's once a year. Um, my best tip for that is when people fast it, for religious reasons or other reasons, It might make sense to drink more water before the fast or eat more protein before the fast. You stay fuller longer, more protein, more water, maybe more vegetables and fiber, right? So notice like, I'm not saying cookies, (laughs) saying like practical things that could keep you fuller longer. But my best advice is when breaking a fast, you're never eating to make up what happened. 
That mentality throws people off like crazy. And the Yom Kippur fast ends at like 8.30 p.m. So thinking, oh, I get to eat a day's worth of food is just going to leave you with like so much indigestion. Um, And you're eating, you're always eating as fuel for the future. So think about like um, getting gas for a car. You fill up on gas before taking a road trip. You don't take a road trip on empty and then fill your gas tank. That makes no sense, right? So it doesn't make sense when you're breaking your fast for Yom Kippur to then eat a day's worth of food or say like, oh, I get to eat cookies because I didn't eat breakfast. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense ever. Um, It makes sense to have lots of water, um, have a solid dinner because you're only fueling up for bedtime. So you don't need to be eating excessive amounts of food post the fast. And I do recommend going on the scale before you drink water, because that will be your dry weight. Um, if that helps. Okay, guys, you got this. I'm going to, I'm doing more of these. We're not, this is not over. I'm here. We're doing these lives throughout this diet, but I want you to stay strong, blast off emotional eating, family temptations, get rid of any thoughts and self-sabotaging natures, allow yourself to succeed and push through these four weeks. You have this extra tool of accountability in the back of your head, which is our group, which is the four-week timeline, which is the money on the table. Get it, get it, be a winner, win and thrive. Don't get in your own way by thinking that you need a pumpkin scone. No pumpkin scone is gonna taste or feel as delicious as winning that trophy image at the end of this and getting your money back. Okay. I really, really, really mean it. Go past pumpkin. All right. All of that is, uh, and by the way, just as a side note, bonus tip, I'm not going into Trader Joe's this month. I'm not going, I'm not going to grocery stores, not doing it. I'm ordering all food online. I'm keeping it so simple. I don't know if you're following me on Instagram. I like literally threw out so much stuff, reorganizing, trying to keep as little food in my house as possible. Like I don't want so much variety. I don't want like a hundred condiments, like crowding up everything. I want eggs. I want peppers. I want cucumbers. I want cabbage. I'm really, I'm looking at like, um, in my book, the meal plan, what do I need going grocery shopping online? So I don't have any of those like crinkled pumpkin temptations at checkout because I'm saving so much money. I sent my husband with a list. He came back. He said it was like $76. I'm like, I've never left here just under 150. Like we have to keep this up. Um, so send other people order online, keep it simple, stay focused. You got this. All right. Um, Okay. I love you, Kim, Mary, Apruva. Thank you guys for filling this chat. You're amazing. And I will post the recording if you missed the beginning um, or want to hear it again. Love you. Love you guys so much. Have a good one.